0: What is going on, everyone? It is your host with the most. It is Philly Jim coming at you with a new episode of the Read and React podcast. I am winging it today, and I am just going to get into a whole lot of topics. There's a lot of things going on in sports today. We have championship weekend this week with the New Orleans Saints hosting the LA Rams. And... Tom Brady and the Patriots going on to Kansas City to take on Patty Mahomes in the scorching hot Kansas City Chiefs. Should be a good weekend. There's a lot of talk about the Antonio Brown situation in Pittsburgh. Things have gotten pretty ugly over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Since the end of the season, this whole Antonio Brown situation it's kind of gotten escalated. You had a really good receiver in Juju Smith-Schuster kind of really emerged the last two years. And um, Antonio Brown, he's not really cool with uh, showing the shine, maybe. Maybe he is a little bit selfish. Anyway, guys, we are going to get into a lot of things today. I'm going to go ahead and start with that Antonio Brown situation as As I said, man, this team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, they have been driven by star power the last couple of seasons. You have Le'Veon Bell, who was the best running back in the league until, you know, he sat out so he could get his money. Okay. And you have Antonio Brown, who, who a lot of people thought was the best receiver in the league. Both of them on the same team. So, yeah, is Antonio Brown being a little bit of a diva? And is he hes not really handling this situation the right way? Of course he's not. Of course he's not. There's no question about it. But what if I told you it's not all AB's fault? I think AB does need to change the scenery. I don't think it would be the wise thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers to just trade him, you know, because he's Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown. I don't care what people say about him. He is just that big time. He is an elite talent at the receiver position. So to move on, to just say, hey, we're done, you know, that's a little bit crazy. What I have a problem with is Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is a horrible, horrible leader. He does not care what his teammates think. He does not care what the coaches think. He will just say what he wants. He will put his teammates on blast publicly. And that is a problem. That is a major problem to have. And I just don't see how that can be ignored. But this whole Antonio Brown situation is what... Everyone is talking about it takes two to tango. It's not all AB's fault. I would keep him, but it may be best for him to go to another team and, and, uh, you know, have a fresh start. There are a few teams that are rumored to be interested in trading for him. The Indianapolis Colts, the Seattle Seahawks, the, uh, who else? The San Francisco 49ers, among other teams, and even the Philadelphia Eagles. My Philadelphia Eagles are uh, in that mix. I think they're just throwing the Eagles out there because we have Howie Roseman, and Howie Roseman has been a very aggressive GM, you know, in regards to trades and all that, and offseason. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, but I think that's a very, very long shot. I could see Antonio Brown Going to San Francisco. I could see him in Seattle. I could see him going to the NFC West. That's probably where I think he will end up. If the Steelers don't find a way to, you know, kind of calm the storm. And uh, work things out with Antonio Brown. Which is what I hope they do. Because Antonio Brown is a great player. And I, I just don't think it would be all that worth it to move on. So now, uh, yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles held their last press conference of the of uh, the year, kind of a recap on the 2018 season. Eagles obviously go down last week against uh, the New Orleans Saints, and that is where the title defense will end for the Super Bowl 52 champions. But um, the You know, they had Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman had a dual press conference. And at this press conference, Doug Peterson made it clear that this team will move forward with Carson Wentz. Obviously, Doug Peterson says, obviously, we would like to have everyone back. We would love to bring Nick Foles back. But that may not be in the cards because, you know, you're not going to pay $20 million for a backup quarterback. It just doesn't make any sense. So, is this the right decision? I have to agree that this is the right decision. Because you train up to draft Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has an average rookie season. He has an MVP season. The next year, tears his ACL. Doesn't play in the playoffs. Nick Foles leads the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz comes back, he has an okay year coming off the injury, gets hurt again, hurts his back, and that brings Nick Foles back into the picture, and he leads the Eagles back to the playoffs. So a lot of people are saying, whoa, Carson Wentz has never led a team to the playoffs. Carson Wentz has shown that he can't stay healthy. Why not stick with Foles? Well, here's the deal. Foles is more of a finisher than he is a starter. And I love Nick Foles with all my heart. As a diehard Eagles fan, he finally delivered all Eagles fans. He delivered me and every Eagles fan in the world from years of pain and frustration and heartbreak last season. But you got to keep it real. Foles, he's a 16-game starter. I don't know if you're going to make the playoffs or not. But hey. Eagles are moving forward with Carson Wentz. Get this guy healthy. Get him ready for the season. Him not being able to go to OTAs and work with his teammates all offseason kind of played a role in a lot of chemistry issues that this team had this year. So we're just gonna to hope everything works out. Carson Wentz gets that knee stronger, gets the back healed, and you know he'll be ready for another good season. Carson Wentz is one of the bright stars of the league, and to give up on him after three years is just absolutely preposterous. I think the Eagles are making the right decision. I think if you build a good team around them, you're going to be contending for championships every single year. So, that leads us to our next topic. The NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game. Championship weekend is upon us. Win, and you're going to Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta, Georgia. So, who's going to win these games, man? I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be... This is tough. This is a tough uh, game. These are both tough games to pick. So, we'll see how things go. But, let's start with the AFC Championship. You're going to have Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs hosting their first AFC Championship and franchise history. They've never had hosted the AFC uh, title game. Even though they won Super Bowl two, I believe, 50 years ago. So, what can this team do to knock off the two-time defending AFC champions, the New England Patriots, a team that's been to eight straight AFC title games, a team that's dominated their division, team that's dominated the NFL for almost 20 years, what can they do? Well, here's what they have to do. Anytime you're playing the Patriots, you cannot get caught up in the mystique. And oh my gosh, it's Bill Belichick. It's Tom Brady. These guys are a dynasty. These guys have been to eight Super Bowls. They've won five of them. That is the exact thing that gets in teams' heads. Teams that are better than the Patriots, they think about that. And then it causes them to fall apart during the game. So what Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid and this team has to do is just say, hey, this is just another game. We win. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're at home. We got the home crowd on our side. Let's put some points on the board. This team doesn't have the firepower to keep up with. So that's what you have to do uh, if you're the Chiefs. Just don't think about it. Just go out there, play your game. You will go to the Super Bowl if you do that. If you get caught up in the mystique, you're going to lose. So that leads us to the NFC Championship game. Drew Brees and the Saints looking like they are going to be the favorites in the NFC. But the L.A. Rams may have something to say about that. As an Eagles fan, you know, that was a heartbreaking loss. But, man, I got to tell you, the Saints are just so good. They have a defense. They have an offense. They have a coach. They have it all. They have a running game. They have a passing game. Michael Thomas is a stud. Kamara and Ingram, very good guys coming out of the backfield. They can do everything you need to do, and their defense is capable of getting a big stop when they need it. The other hand, you have the L.A. Rams, who ran the ball all over the Dallas Cowboys with uh, the combination of Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson. They rushed for nearly 300 yards. Not quite. I think it was around like 276 or something like that. Took the pressure off of Jared Goff a lot in this game. And, you know, for the Rams to win this game, that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to establish a running game, get the Saints to creep up, and then hit them over the top with Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods and these playmakers they have on the outside. They haven't looked quite like the same team since they've lost Cooper Cup, but maybe if they get the same Saints team that showed up last week against the Eagles, this team, this Rams team, could go to the Super Bowl. But they're going to have to play their game. I think it's more likely that the Saints win this game. And they go on to the Super Bowl. And we'll see what Drew Brees can do. Will Drew Brees and Brady? A lot of people want to see Brees and Brady. That would be a very interesting matchup. But maybe it's going to be Brees and Mahomes. Two high-octane offenses in the Super Bowl. So, that's about it for our show today. As always, guys, you can find us on Facebook Go like our, go ahead and like our page, the Read and React podcast, and check us out. We uh, we post stuff every day, post little edits, uh, discussions for you guys to participate in. Appreciate the support, as always, guys. God bless. See you next time on the next episode of the Read and React podcast. This is Philly Jim signing off.